Hi everyone, this is Coach Dana. I'm so excited to be with you today. We've, ha we've had a lot of comments over the last several weeks uh, with all of COVID and quarantine about relationships. And so we're bringing to you today some of our greatest tips on communication and how to improve your relationships. Some of the best ways to communicate often and show your love with your partner when you're with them 24 seven is first of all, if pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to how you're feeling about uh, the situation, about your relationship, and you get to address those emotions. Those emotions are coming up for a reason. You know, sometimes when we're apart from someone, we can avoid those emotions, but they're coming up for a reason. So use different uh, clearing practices or cleaning practices, Ho'oponopono, uh, visualization. If you wanna look up some of those things, you can find tons of resources online of how to process through emotions. I personally love write and burn. Write and burn, writing it out and burning it. Um, it's a clear picture to my subconscious mind that I'm letting those things go. And then you can communicate, communicate more effectively. Uh, some things that you can do to really step into showing love is, is, you know, the five love languages. It's a great resource. You can look that up online. How does your partner best feel and receive love? You usually will find clues about that by how they show love. And so uh, look up those, those things, have that conversation about how you can show up and love each other more. And it becomes an easier process where you start serving them the way that they feel loved and then they receive it more fully. So, um, you know, serving, spending time with them, physical touch, there's a couple of different areas that you can really uh, look into for your partner and then show up in those ways that they, that they could really use that. That's a great way to show love. Yeah, so having difficult questions, how do you know when to bring it up? I, again, going back to emotions, emotional intelligence is so key in relationships. So something I like to do, it's an exercise that I like to do on touchy subjects. Um, touchy subjects or hard conversations, I actually will take myself for a drive and I'll go out or um, maybe put myself in, in a room where it's just me and I'll act like that person sitting in front of me. And it might feel a little bit funny at first because it's like you're talking to no one, but remember the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. So you can process a lot by talking it out. So um, I'll go for that drive, I'll talk out everything and do it so imperfectly, get all my negative emotions out about it. If I have any, all of my sad, hurt, any mean things I would want to say, I get it all out and I let it go with the intention of fully letting go. And so then, um, then I'll have the conversation and start, start saying things how I'd like to say it in the situation. So I'm practicing ahead of time. And, and again, it might feel kind of funny because it's new. When you, when you bring in new things, your mind starts telling you funny things and judging you, but this works. I've done this in my relationship, um, in a lot of my relationships, and it's so helpful. And it actually always ends up really helping the situation um, so that I can go in more calm, more peaceful, and with a little bit of um, practice on how I wanna have this conversation. Now, what's really important, so you've taken accountability for your part, your emotions, you've cleared out the emotions. So now stepping into problem solving, um, a really great resource for communication of how to communicate is Marshall Rosenberg. He does, he has a lot of books. Um, he talks about the power of communication and nonviolent communication. It's a book he wrote. 
um, that I'd highly recommend, but going in being lovingly curious instead of making accusations, instead of making assumptions from your space of hurt, if you're still feeling hurt or sad or whatever the emotions are, ask questions, say, you know, get curious about their patterns, their habits, why they're doing what they, they're doing and let them answer authentically for them. Uh, and let them choose into what honors them. Go in wanting a win-win resolution, win-win situation. And I believe when both parties want win-win, there's always a solution that, that will be a win-win. Yeah, so giving people space when you're in a confined space or an apartment and you're quarantined to the inside. Um, I would say just communicating, communicating clearly uh, that you need some space, first of all and uh, communicating that with your partner is really important because you might be feeling that and you might feel irritated or cramped and if they don't know that, they might come into your space and then you just blow up, right? So communicating is step number one, communicating that you need some of that alone time. And then ask yourself, what is the best way to achieve that alone time in the situation that you're in? You know, oftentimes we can go to arguing against the reality of what is. And the reality is, if you are confined to an apartment, confined to a small space, you get to get creative. So start thinking, how can I, instead of, I can't do it this way and I can't do it this way anymore. Once you start thinking, how can I, and come up with creative solutions. You know, maybe there's a room that, that's just yours for a couple of hours. No, uh, no one gets to bother you and you just get to take some time for you. So having that, that respect for each other and giving each other that alone time. How do you experience more gratitude and love for people when you're with them all the time and you're starting to feel irritated and they're in your space? So here's the really interesting thing. In our culture and society, we naturally have been taught to suppress our emotions, to suppress how we're feeling, to uh, not validate those things we're experiencing because they're not valid or we don't have a good reason that we should be experiencing that because this is our partner that we're choosing to be with. There's all these reasons why we justify not um, being okay feeling the emotions that we're feeling. And so my greatest suggestion with that is start asking yourself questions. You know, what are you experiencing? What are you feeling about the relationship? start writing it out. Intuitive writing is so good for the mind, body, soul. You know, when you're writing things out, you're using your body, um, you're getting into your heart, you're really allowing those emotions to come out. And, you know, sometimes it's actually really surprising what might come out. You might find some things um, that you've been feeling that you didn't even really know. So um, scheduling time to sit down and just write out your feelings is such a good idea because there's that irritation. The irritation is the surface emotion that's showing you there's something deeper. You know, what are your most dominant negative thoughts and feelings right now in this relationship? And then even deeper, if you wanna to go to root, what do you think it means about you? What are your big issues? What do you think it means about you? Those are powerhouse questions that will help you get to the root because driving any irritation, fear, doubt, everything that drives that is beliefs about ourselves, stories we have about us. And if you utilize this time to do that healing in this relationship, you'll find you'll come out more empowered. So get lovingly curious, ask questions, write it out, become aware of why you're feeling irritated. And then from there, write down what are some possible solutions? What are some things 
What do you want to experience in this relationship? What do you want? You've just let go, you've made room for what you want. So now welcome in what you want, get clear on it, and then make a plan of action of how you're going to act on that. How are you going to create what it is that you want in your home and your relationship right now? One more thing, to step into gratitude and love for somebody, there's little things that you can do. One, serve them. Serve them anonymously and do it. you can do it in little ways. You can do little things, but do it on purpose. Serve on purpose if it feels authentic to you. And the other thing is every day gather proof, you know, two to three things that you enjoy, respect, or love about that person. That way you're training your mind to focus in on those things that you love and that will build gratitude. You know, as you tell your mind to focus in on what you're grateful for, how they do show up for you, you're, you're empowering your mind to say, I'm looking on purpose for these things that I love and these things that I'm grateful for. And when you empower your brain with positive questions, telling it to go in the positive direction, it will look for evidences for those things. Oh, using this time to fortify your relationships. I love this question and it might be a little bit surprising what the answer is. And I think all relationships come down to the relationship within you. Every single relationship. So we've kind of created this culture. It's so interesting to me. We've created this culture where we've set up in our in the movies we watch and um, you know things growing up that we watched, uh, this ideal relationship, right? That it's always loving, always perfect, everything always works out. And um, I think it's an ideal that we have set ourselves up for um, where we have these high, high expectations of relationships, of this happily ever after, if you will. And relationships are here to mirror things to us. And so utilizing your relationship to understand they're a mirror. They're a mirror for the good things within us and they're a mirror for the things within us that are calling for love and healing. The best thing you can do to fortify your relationship is go within and fortify your relationship within. Look at those things in your relationship right now that are irritating you, that are frustrating. Be willing to get curious. Remember, you're not the thoughts you think or the emotions you feel. They're just experiences that you're having. And so if you can go and do that inner work, get lovingly curious with what you're experiencing emotionally in your relationship, and then clear up any of those really intense emotions, those triggers, clear those things out, clean that up, what will happen is you'll get into a space where now you can receive love. You can expand yourself more. Um, you know, when you let things go, replace it per, uh, with what you want. Replace it with what you want on it, with intention. So write out what you want in your relationship, what you're looking to experience, and then fill yourself up with that. Allow that to come to be. Ask yourself, what are you going to do to start cultivating that relationship for yourself in, in that situation? So I think it has a lot to do with the inner work. Um, if at any time you find yourself saying, well, he or she has to change and it's them and they need to do this and do this and do this, that's a huge red flag. You can't change anyone. The only thing you can do is change within you. And it doesn't mean that we don't set boundaries. I think this is a really important, actually super important part. Just because you do the work of something that triggers you doesn't mean that you don't set up boundaries and say it's not acceptable to be treated this way. 
it's those those two things go hand in hand doing your inner work and inner healing about your triggers or things that come up and then respectfully communicating what it is you want in the relationship what you want to experience and then inviting that person to show up and let them choose let them choose ultimately you get to choose what you want so empowering yourself knowing that you get what you want and you're inviting them into that space of, of being that person that can provide those things in different ways. But validate yourself, be there for yourself, support yourself through it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We really appreciate you and we know that you will continue to get value if you subscribe to our channel. This is a great place to learn more about yourself dive deep into your limiting beliefs and really clear those out so that you can live your best life ever in every different aspect of your life. So make sure that you subscribe. Thank you for joining and we'll talk to you soon.